All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the den. It's time for your week 10 of action here, and I'm, I'm joined again with Mr. Ryan Darden, so let's jump right into it. Uh, first game I would definitely like to talk about is our, our first game in Germany to kind of kick off the week, uh, Bucks-Seahawks. Uh, Buccaneers win kind of 21-16 here. And I thought that game was I didn't I had no idea that they were having a game in Germany this week. <laughs> no idea. And then I heard about it and they I'm like I had to take a double take and I was like, wait, they're in they're in Germany? What the heck? <laughs> yeah. You know they uh they were if you look at the some of the footage that they have from the stadium, they were serving literal pitchers of beer and they were just drinking and chugging that down. And then uh, the NFL players said that this was probably one of the best games that they've ever been to because the fan atmosphere was just so much better than anywhere over here. No, yeah, they're they're kind of built different over there, that's for sure. I mean, they're they're definitely crazy, and, I mean, it kind of comes from, from all that soccer you see. I mean, you look at the soccer fans from anywhere overseas, and it's like, oh, my goodness, those guys are insane. But <clears throat> they definitely brought that type of energy here, and it's crazy to me because, I mean, you know, I – I, I wouldn't count the Buccaneers out yet, you know, as an overall season perspective. I know that, you know, I mean, they've won two straight, but it's still still a long way to go. But I, I certainly could still see them. They're struggling along. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, injuries certainly haven't helped anything. But, I mean, you know, we'll see how it goes. So uh, I think the next game I'd like to talk about, and I'm sure you would like to talk about, is that Chiefs-Jaguars game. Uh, Chiefs win 27-17 to here. Mahomes throws four touchdowns. Sad to see Juju Smith-Schuster get the concussion. Yeah, that that was goodness. That was quite the hit. But I will say I was I was at that game. It was um, the, the the environment was crazy. I hadn't been to a Chiefs game in a while. The environment at Arrowhead was insane. And around the time of that Juju hit, the stadium was it, it, it erupted. It was not happy. Um, clearly, there were quite a few chants. Not all of them. Um, appropriate for a podcast <laughs> yeah it was it was, a, it was a fun game welcome mr hafner good to have you here man but um no i yeah i remember i yeah that that was that was one of the biggest hits i've seen quite some time and i mean i hope he's okay but he was he was on the ground doing doing the tour after that hit so i mean he, he he certainly took quite quite the hit there but it was it was a say a clean hit but it, you know i that's I kind don't of think he was targeting. He didn't lower his head into his head. It's just no. Yeah, you you saw the helmets hit. However, but the uh, the hit on Valdez Scantling that that was targeting. Yes. And yeah, I, I agree. It, yes. It's it's kind of sad that the referees don't call something like that. Um, you yeah. know, in in the day and age where we're doing everything we can to protect our QBs, but we're not protecting other players, it's kind of you know, it's just it's sad to see. No, yeah, I, I, you know, those rough in the past are penalties. You know, I, I hate to see it. You know, it feels like to sack the QB, you got to lay him down and right. put, put him to bed yeah, nice you know, and easy. You, you got to put a pillow under his head, tuck him in, read him a, a bedtime story. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's just kind of sad, yeah. Right. <laughs> sing him a song, too. <laughs> but the, the last thing I wanted to say about that game is what's crazy about how Mahomes had, uh, like, he played an amazing game, four touchdowns. Uh, I don't know how many yards he had, but it, it's crazy that, like, watching that game you didn't really feel like Mahomes was having an insane game because that's just kind of like the norm now you know no yeah it's 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 kind of reaching that that Brady tier where he keeps doing it so much consistently that it's it's, it's just, just kind like, of expected yeah yeah and I mean that's that's why he's the favorite in the MVP race I would say mm-hmm. I mean he, he's playing fantastic and he's keep keeping his team relevant that's for sure but you know speaking of keeping his team relevant uh Dolphins Browns 
Uh, Dolphins remain undefeated with Tua, and they win 39-17. to Tua tosses another three touchdowns. Tyreek went crazy again. I mean, the, the, you know, it's shocking to me how well Tyreek is doing kind of without Mahomes. I don't think it's shocking to me. Um, there, there's always there, there's always always been that debate uh, whenever that whenever he was in KC about like oh is, is Tyreek are Tyreek and Kelsey making Mahomes good or is Mahomes making them good? They're like they'd be nothing without each other. But you know maybe they're just both good. Well, you know, I I kind of look back and and I and I see all the big wide receiver moves uh, this offseason, and I'm thinking, like, you know, the Titans could really use A.J. Brown right now. Mm-hmm. The Packers could really use Devontae Adams. I think the Chiefs could still use Tyreek to stretch the I field. I see, in my personal... They're doing good without him. In my personal opinion, watching as much Chiefs football as I do, I think we're better without Tyreek Hill because, because our offense... Um, it, it seems like we tried to play through him too much, and now we have an offense that, uh, like... It, it's it's a lot more short passes, a lot more smart plays rather than uh, so like last year if Mahomes got in trouble, I think his his first instinct was just to throw it downfield to Tyreek, which did end up in a lot of interceptions that shouldn't have been thrown. But this year, he'll throw it away or he'll scramble and run. It's a, it's a lot more um, it's a lot more even offense. Like like it's a, it's a well it's well thought out now. I think it's a lot more unpredictable for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not just, well, just cover Tyreek. Now, in, instead of having, instead of having a, a favorite, a favorite wide receiver target, I mean, you, you still have Kelsey who, I mean, you, know, you can go to him whenever you need him, but now you have, you have a receiving core that's very, it's very evenly matched, but they're all still talented in their own ways. You know, um, Michael Hardman, he's, he's shown some signs of being able to do a, a lot more than he has in the past. I think he'll fill that Tyreek, Hill role of you know getting downfield, mm-hmm. and then um, Valdez Scantling and, and, and Juju have been doing their thing. Uh, Tony got his first first NFL touchdown last week on a little hippity hop in, and you know it's been fun to watch. But Tyreek Hill, I mean, yeah, he's he's still an amazing player, and he's he's doing amazing things in Miami, and I'm happy for him. I agree. Uh, Tua, Tua has really silenced a lot of haters this I, year. Yeah, I, I know every, everybody kind of off season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, they they want to diss on him left and right, but no, he's been Definitely playing great for him. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, probably one of the biggest games of the week <laughs> is our, our game that we just recently saw, our Commanders-Eagles game, and big Commanders, upset, big, upset big of the upset. week, in my opinion, 32-21. to 21, You know, they, they get they get that touchdown just to stretch the score on that last play, but, I mean... Kind, uh, of, kind of funny, in my yeah, opinion. And the, the thing with the Eagles all year has been, is are they this good, or is it a strength of schedule issue? And... I don't know. Losing to the Commanders, that, that's that's definitely raising that question a little bit more. I think they've got one of the best front sevens in football, mm-hmm. but and, and I think they have the best cornerback duo in football. I, th- I think their defense is undoubtedly uh, good. Yeah. But, when, you know, when it comes to offensively, I mean, the ground game is always shaky. It, it feels like, you know, Miles Sanders, either he's going for 100 yards or he's barely getting 20 yards in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's, he's doing what he's doing, but he, it's never a bunch of passing yards from him. Right. You know, it's, it's not like he's what Mahomes is doing, you know, 300 passing yards a game or something like that. I feel like he scrambles too much. Well, it, 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 it kind of reminds it me works. of... It, yeah. it works, and it kind of reminds me of early Lamar a, a few mm-hmm. years ago, yeah. just kind of maybe develop that passing game a little bit more just so you you know you keep a defense honest you know just stretch them out so you're not right. like oh, just you know, wait for it hurts to take off with it but i mean you know he still throw it for two touchdowns i mean he threw an interception too but 
it it was really more props here to the commanders for coming in and getting it done because that you know the duo that they've they've got in the ground is between Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson has really been working great for them and you know Terry McLaurin is still scary Terry mm-hmm. so I I certainly think that he's probably one of the most underrated receivers in the league in my opinion I'd have to agree with that if he was in if he was in an offense with a better quarterback where he could you know yeah. I I think he would flourish a lot more yeah but I mean you know it's I certainly took, I think, everybody by surprise. I, I think my first loss, I had them losing to, like, the Giants whenever they played them first mm. on their schedule. But, no, the Commanders get it done. And, I mean, I think uh, there's a, some status all where they're, like, the first team to end two 8-0 seasons between the 2020 Steelers and now the Eagles this season. So the Command- Commanders get it done, man. You don't want to play them if you're undefeated. But, I mean, all, <laughs> all props to them. But It's like it's a curse almost. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, Colts Raiders, I, I would like to talk about uh, Jeff Saturday and get to win against him. Uh, first game as a head coach. And after s- watching this game, I really don't know what to expect from the Colts going forward for the rest of the season. Because they're, Matt, they're off and on. That's Yeah, I mean, well, mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor came in and, goodness, if you have this guy in fantasy, you were a happy dog this week. But 147 yards and a touchdown and only 22 attempts. Matt Ryan came in and looked like younger Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has he's impressed me this year. He's been a little bit streaky, but like all in all, I feel like he's played a very solid game of football this year. I mean, uh, especially in an offense like the Colts, where it's like there's not there's not exactly, you know, I mean there's not a a whole lot of weapons, but you know, I mean he's, he's making it work. I I agree. I mean he's he's also like improved from like the beginning of this, like the season. Yeah, think, yeah, I, I agree with that. And the whole, the start that they had. So yeah, I certainly I think don't think he should have been benched for Ellen, Ellinger. That's no, for sure. No. I think this game also kind of puts that uh, you know that last little stamp on the Raiders' season. That's like, it's over. They, they I, really like there's, th- I don't think there's any turning it around now. It's I, I, I don't know. I don't know like what happened with the Raiders this year. It it just seems like the, just nothing can go right. Well, you know, I will say I think two things I would contribute to the Raiders just <coughs> being awful this year is one that defense is probably the number one thing I would say that defense is a complete liability mm-hmm. I, I mean and they cut Jonathan Abram too a, right. few, a few weeks ago and I'm like what are you doing right uh, and their big three with Hunter Renfro uh, Darren Waller and Devonte Adams underperforming not only that but they've only been on the field together for I think it was like 75 well, snaps yeah. I've seen all season yeah. so Injuries have definitely taken a toll there. You know, I mean, Devontae Adams, he's still putting up over 100 yards and a touchdown each game, but him and Carr can only do so much. And then, in my opinion, in my opinion, as as the Raiders, I think it might be time to move on from Carr this next offseason. I think think maybe you need to start looking at a younger quarterback and try to revamp your system because this is not working. It hasn't worked, and it won't work. Yeah, I, I just... I don't. I don't think Carr is a bad quarterback by by any means. I think there's a lot of starters in the league that are worse than him. But I, I, I just. It just seems to me like you can't win with this guy. I think the biggest thing I can contribute Carr to, like the best comparison, is probably Tony Romo, where he's statistically a good QB, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't win, in, especially in the big moments. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who he'll, he'll win you a few games here and there, but he's not someone who's going to carry your team year after year and you know when you. Yeah. Big, big playoff. And hey, players. maybe he'll go on to be a better commentator, just like Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what we can hope for. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think uh, the next game I definitely want to talk about uh, is the Lions-Bears game. And 
Lions are another team that I don't really know what to expect from this season. Uh, and I think I could say the same thing from the Bears, mm-hmm. is that you know both of these teams are kind of, well, you know, I count them out, but you know now the Lions have won two straight, and I know two straight isn't a lot, but they've they've looked good the past two weeks is really the main thing. I think at the end of the day, a game like this, I mean, it's two non-playoff teams. It, there's not there's not really much to read into it because I mean, with with teams that aren't uh, you know that that aren't quite as filled with talent, I think it it really is any given Sunday. I mean, you, you never know. <laughs> you know, you never know what can happen with the Lions Bears matchup. So I mean, yeah, I I don't think there's really much just to read into about it uh justin field's another impressive game he's he's definitely had his breakout uh obviously i mean it's it's been a lot of rushing a lot of running um and you know it just shows what happens whenever he's allowed to play the way he wants to play well i mean you look at it and i mean he's he's thrown you know two touchdowns through the air but he 147 yards on the ground again and another two touchdowns rushing this yeah. game i mean if you the thing that's happened with, with justin fields the past few years in my opinion is i mean if you make justin fields drop back and throw 35 passes 40 passes a game it's not going to be pretty it's just it's just not i i would 100 percent agree with that it's i i like what you're saying you know where they're let justin fields kind of yeah. play his type of football but i if you're the bears get him some help you mm-hmm. know that's that's the biggest thing i could say uh i think a game that we've all kind of been itching to talk about here is the oh, vikings yeah. bills game uh you know i wow. I, I, I randomly turned this game on a sunday and i'm like oh well the vikings bills are on i mean division leaders we'll see how this goes yeah and Nominating ended up for the game of the year yeah i'm right Definitely there with game you. Of the year. Uh, yeah uh, just, just wow that's, that's all i really have to say oh my goodness Starting you know with that like the the digs catch one hit and catch and couldn't think he would get better, but mm-hmm. then later in the game, Justin Jefferson just hauls it away from the... No, yeah, I gotta say, Justin Jefferson is him. He is that guy. He I, is, I, I mean, not only do I have that as my catch of the year right there so far, but I think that Justin Jefferson, after this game, has established himself as the best wide receiver in the league. I, I yeah, I, I, I also agree. have to agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, 10 I, catches, I think he will 193 yards. I, I think yards. he will be for a while. I think he's he's the next the great wide receiver. You know, like it, he'll be, by the end of his career, he'll, he'll be in talks with, with all, all the big guys. No, yeah, and he, he broke that uh, Randy Moss, Odell, uh, Beckham record with the most 100-yard games in their first three seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they both had 20, and he just notched his 21st. And there's still half the season left, which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, I couldn't believe it because I think in the four, it was like three fourths of the way uh, through, or three fourths of the way left in the fourth quarter. And it was like 27 to 10. Mm-hmm. The Bills were leading. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Vikings are losing this one. It is what it is. And then, you know, the Vikings get a score. Mm-hmm. And then, the you know, the. There, the Bills are down inside their own one yard line and fumble the ball. How, yeah, they can't they can't kneel it, so they have How to they have to run it. This ha- like one of the most routine things is the center to QB handoff, and oh, fumbles, I can, fumbles uh, it. It's almost it was it was really close to a butt fumble. I, I will say I will say I was a very happy Chiefs fan watching that recap. Yes, but then again, I'm also. I was like, a happy Patriots fan. <laughs> I'm a, I'm sort of like Bills are like one of my other like teams that I like to watch. Okay, but 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 as as a, as a Chiefs, Chiefs fan, fan, you don't get to say I am rooting for the Bills. I I, well, I mean I was rooting for them in the game because I like them. No, but I'm happy because <laughs> no. they lost. I disagree. You're wrong. Now the Chiefs <laughs> are n- number one seed. I disagree. You should not have been rooting for them. <laughs> oh man, I, we need them to lose. They did every game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him out of the playoffs. <laughs> Get him out of here. I, you know, I, but that, 
what know, a game though also all said and done if the vikings being eight and one you know if you would have told me the vikings are eight and one this far into mm-hmm. the season at the beginning of the season the i think oh no i would have i would have had a good laugh man yeah. i would have been like uh, i'd be happy if they're you're, over 500 you're funny <laughs> same with yeah. same with the kirk, giants too. H- how about kirk cousins though you can't, you can't, you just can't stop this man. He is mm. him. Kirk, yeah. Kirk is he, him. I mean, he's Kirk thugging. Kirk O'Chains, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he is out here thugging and doing his thing, dude. I, it, I definitely, I, I want the Vikings to keep winning just so I can keep seeing videos of Kirk Cousins with an uh, obsessive amount of or e- excessive amount <laughs> of chains on on the plane. <laughs> it, it's just, it's so fun to watch. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, man. That, that. That game made me so happy, and yeah. especially at the end, just seeing Kirk dance with all those chains, man. You, you can't beat it. Mm-hmm. It just warms my heart and soul. But, you know, I mean, overall, so far through the season, I, I, I can certainly say there's been upset after upset. Has still been a cra- this has been one of the craziest seasons of NFL football yeah. Yeah. in a you long know, time. Recency bias aside, this is this is pretty stinking crazy. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's been... There's been a lot going on. I mean, the, I, I and I will say my my early Super Bowl prediction is the Super Bowl will be played in the AFC Championship. I don't think there's any team in the NFC that can beat the Chiefs or the Bills. Consist. I, I will say, okay, the Vikings did beat the Bills, but I still think the Bills are a better team. Well, you know, the Colts beat the Chiefs, but you know, yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> doesn't exactly. matter. And I, I think I think if the Bills made it to the Super Bowl and they rematch the Vikings, I think the Bills are winning that game nine times out of ten. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I yeah. You I mean, know. The same goes with if the Chiefs do play the Bills in the playoffs, the Chiefs will win because that's how it happened last year. They right. beat them in the regular season, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs came back and played heck of a game in that one uh, mm-hmm. divisional round and then just yeah so I, I really I, re- I just think whoever emerges out of the AFC will be winning the Super Bowl that's <laughs> I, I agree I can't especially with the NFC it's still really really cloudy right now looking at it's it it's just like, it's super it, it's it's hard to really judge because the teams that are good that are you know 8-1 and one, w- whatever they've all been playing other a- or other NFC teams that aren't very good so yeah, it's exactly. like it's hard to tell how good they are I agree. You know, I, I know a lot of people want to say that, you know, like Eagles or Vikings, I think is the two favorites uh, coming out of the NFC. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, those are our teams. But I look at it and I'm like, well, the Eagles just lost to the Commanders. Yeah. And the Vikings, I know they're 8-1, and one, but it just doesn't feel like they're 8-1. Uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still the Vikings and it's still Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's and, – and that's the thing is that I remember before the season, I think I had said, like, uh, Bill's Bucks was my Super Bowl pick and the Bucks have been – I, I mean, they're on a two-game win Bucks, streak. That is th- they've that, been, they've just been on a skid, man, and I'm, it's hard to say. And But with the, you know these previous two games where they, they've gotten the win, I, I hope that they could turn it around. Mm-hmm. But the injuries, um, you know, big one to Shaq Barrett recently. Uh, yeah, I know the secondary's been hit pretty hard, um, especially that defense. Well, my Super Bowl prediction was probably even worse. I, I, I thought Chiefs-Cardinals and the Cardinals right now are, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. well. Like mine, <laughs> mine was pretty. Mine was Bills and Eagles, mm-hmm. just from like the way that they were playing from the, the very start. And then now that the fact that they lost to the Commanders, I think I might have to change my pick. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I definitely believe that the Chiefs will probably go to the Super Bowl this year. Now mm-hmm. the fact that they lost to the Bills in the regular season, that's just yeah. <laughs> it's just it's feels it feels normal that if you lose to one team in the regular season and play them again in the playoffs, you just beat them. Like that's just like if you look at I'm if not you sure look how at I feel like about that, that logic, but if you look at it like that, like every team that you've seen that has done that, it's just been reversed. I'm not sure how I feel about that logic because I mean, 
the Chiefs have definitely played team. I, I'm I'm just saying, like I'm in not my memory, saying it's like a lot. They've definitely thing, played teams in the regular season that they beat, and then they beat them again in the playoffs. So I don't know, like. Eh. I mean, it. I think. I mean, uh, I mean, good teams. I don't like think that. that's necessarily how it works. So, sometimes it happens, but I don't know if it's it's a consistent thing. Right. But you know, it, just the it's AFC close, overall. I think it's just really top heavy in general. You mm-hmm. look at it, and I mean. There, there's so many people from the AFC, not just the Bills and Chiefs, who I would take over a lot of NFC teams. Dolphins. Oh, the the whole AFC East as a whole is the the only division in football where all teams are over 500 right yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, again, that that's another thing where if you would have told me that before the season, I would have also had another good laugh. Yeah. See, preseason, I think um, I think the. AFC North and AFC West were definitely the favorites to be, like, the best divisions overall in football. <laughs> AFC West, man. A- the AFC West. <laughs> what happened? Oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, no, Br- Broncos have been, in my opinion, the, the biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders are a close second. <clears throat> Chargers are they're – do- they're doing their thing, but – Oh, my. The, 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 the Seahawks won that trade more than I think anyone would have ever expected. Gino still hasn't written Gino, back, man. <laughs> Gino and, and, and Gino is – like, he's in the MVP talks now. How crazy is that? Uh, it's I, – no words. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just certainly left me speechless. I, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it – how it goes, you know, con- continuing along with the rest of the season. Mm. There's still a lot of season left to be played, but it's been nothing but excitement so far and hope that yeah. trend continues. But thank you for listening to this week 10 episode of The Den, and we will see you guys back next week. Mm-hmm.